Let the sick be healed in the name of Jesus. Let your prayers be delivered in the name of Jesus. We give you all the praise. Grant revelation of your word in our hearts in the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Somebody praise the Lord. Thank you so much, choir. God bless you. Please, before we take our seat, can we take our formation together? Praise the Lord. This is my Bible. It is God's inerrant and unchanging word. It is my most valuable earthly possession. Lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I hide these words in my heart that I might not sin against God. The Bible is God talking to me personally. And therefore listen to it carefully and do it fully. And I internalize it in my life by doing these four things. Know it in my head by diligent study. Store it in my heart by memorization and meditation. Show it in my life by doing his teachings. And so it in my world by being a witness. Hereafter, I will never be the same. Never, never, never. In the name of Jesus, for his honor and glory, both now and forevermore. Amen. Please take your seat warmly. Greet the person to your left and to your right. Welcome them to church. God bless you. Thank you so much, sir, for giving me this opportunity to bring the word of God to the house. Um, help me appreciate the senior pastor. Thank you, sir. And to the pastorate for all your support. Thank you, sirs and mass. God bless you all in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Our topic is on the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. The name of Jesus is a name we use every day. So sometimes you may ask someone, what is, um, what is Jesus about? What's the name of Jesus? They say it's a name by which we pray. Through which, you know, God answers prayers through the name of Jesus. I want us to talk about the name of Jesus Christ from the standpoint of the purpose of God for sending Jesus into the earth. Hallelujah. Our text is from Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21. Please open to your Bibles and read. There's a blessing in reading. If you don't have a Bible, okay, we can look up there or share with someone. Praise God. Matthew 1, 21. It says, And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. When the Bible talks about save from sin, it's talking about saving man from everything and the, the guilt and the judgment that sin brings. This was a prophet, this was a angel when he appeared, talking about the child that was in the womb of Mary. Praise the Lord. So we're going to talk about what, why did Jesus come? Because not many people really understand the purpose for which Jesus came. So people say all kinds of things and many believers may not be able to respond because they don't even understand why Jesus came. Praise the Lord. In the beginning when God made Adam and Eve, we may not be reading all the scriptures because of time. God made Adam and Eve. God blessed them. The Bible says he blessed them and he told them to have dominion over the best of the air and over the fishes of the sea and over every creeping thing. It was made in the image of God. He was a living soul. God blessed him. God gave him dominion over the earth. 
But when Eve came on board and was deceived by the devil, by the serpent, they lost that dominion that they had. So when man lost the dominion that he had, you know, God had blessed them so much, released so much blessing from in the book of Genesis chapter 1. In Genesis chapter 2, they ate of the forbidden fruit. That was a tree. You know, God gave Adam the instruction. He said to him in the book of Genesis chapter 2 and verse 17, he says, Genesis 2, 17, he says, But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. So Adam was not deceived because he had the instruction from God. Eve was the one that was deceived because she didn't know what God said about the tree. But when they erred, when they sinned, man lost his dominion. What God had designed was for man to live forever and ever. But when Adam and Eve sinned, they lost that dominion to Satan. Then death came in to the system. Death came in. So when God began to pronounce those words on them, you know that some people will say they were curses. God was not really cursing them. He was telling them the effect, the impact, and the result of what they had done. Man was going to begin to suffer. Women were going to begin to suffer. The woman would suffer to bring birth, to bring forth children. Children. The man will suffer to make ends meet and all of those things. Praise the Lord. But immediately also, God spoke in the book of Genesis chapter 3 and verse 15. When he said to the serpent, he said, I will put enmity between thee and the woman, between thy seed and her seed, and it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. He was prophesying and talking about the fact that God had already set in motion a plan for redemption. A plan for redemption because there was something God had in mind when he made man. Man fell from it. So God set in motion a plan for redemption. And that was why Jesus came, born of a virgin. Praise the Lord. That's the reason Jesus came, born of a virgin. So that man can be redeemed from the judgment that had come on the entire human race because of Adam and Eve. Praise the Lord Jesus. So when Jesus came, he died. He was buried. Then he descended into hell. What did he go to do in hell? Jesus descended into hell as a triumphant king to proclaim his victory over sin, over death and over the devil to the saints who had died. Jesus defeated Satan when he died on the cross. Satan that had the keys of death and hell, he stripped him of that power. Praise the Lord. The Bible says in the book of Colossians chapter 2 and verse 15, Colossians 2.15 It says, And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them. He triumphed over the principalities and powers. For who? For you. For the church. For as many as who believe. Praise the Lord. The greatest problem a Christian has today is not devil. It's not Satan. Because Jesus already dealt with the devil. The greatest problem every child of God must deal with is the mind. Because so long as the person keeps thinking Satan is in charge, there's going to be a problem. Don't we agree? But the Bible says that he has been defeated. Who defeated him? Jesus. And he defeated him for your sake and for my sake. Somebody shout hallelujah. So I want to share with us the purpose for the coming of Christ. 
the purpose for which Jesus came. Jesus came, the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter, chapter 2 and verse 10, Hebrews 2, 10, I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. He said, for, he said, God for whom and through whom everything was made, chose to bring many children into glory. And it was only right that he should make Jesus, through his suffering, a perfect leader, fit to bring them into their salvation. So Jesus died so that he would bring many into glory. Jesus died so that you will come into glory. There's a glory that God prepared for you. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 11 also shows us. He said, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him, who work at all things after the counsel of his own will. There's an inheritance you have in Christ. There's an inheritance you have today because of Jesus. This is what God wanted me to share with the church. You have an inheritance in Christ. Jesus did not die like a prophet. You know, there are people that call him a prophet. No, he was more than a prophet. Prophets are people who bring words from God. But the Bible tells us in the book of 1 John that Jesus Christ is God. He is a world that was in the beginning in the, in the bosom of the Father. The Bible tells us that God created the world by his words. It was Jesus that was in the bosom of the Father. But when God gave him flesh, he also relocated to the earth. So it was called Jesus, but he was a world from the beginning. So he was more than a prophet. He did not die a religious death. He didn't just die because, oh, uh, you know, there, he, he believed in something somewhere, somewhere and died. No, Jesus died in your stead. Jesus died to pay the sins, to pay for the, the penalty of the sin that Adam had done because everyone had sinned and come short of the glory of God. Jesus Christ was not a martyr. Jesus did not die as a martyr. You have to know this for yourself and tell those around you. Who is a martyr? A martyr is somebody who dies for their religious belief. He didn't die the death of a martyr. He didn't die for nothing. So when you hear the name Jesus, you need to understand how that name came about because you cannot separate Jesus from his name. There was something he came to deliver to you. And that is your inheritance in Christ. In Christ you have an inheritance called eternal life. Praise the Lord. Eternal life is at work in you today. Eternal life is a life of God. Once a person makes and declares Jesus as Lord, eternal life is transmitted into the soul, into the spirit. So if you have made Jesus the Lord of your life, what he came to deliver to you, an inheritance, is eternal life. Eternal life, the Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 6, verse 23, it says, for the wages of sin is death. It says, but the gift of God... It's eternal life. It's not something you worked for. God put it in you. But the only way that eternal life can profit you is when you walk in the consciousness of that life working in you right now. Eternal life is a work in you now. It's not when you get to heaven. What does it mean? What is eternal? Eternal means deathless. It means that anything that kills cannot attack your body successfully. Glory to God. It means that sicknesses cannot attack your body and win. Glory to God. You also have an inheritance called righteousness. Righteousness is something Jesus delivered to you because he was just, but he died for the unjust. 
The Bible tells us in the book of Romans chapter 5, verse 17 to 18. He said, but if, if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, talking about Adam, it's a much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Brethren, righteousness is for you. Righteousness is what helps you reign. It is a nature of God in you. It is a gift. But if you do not use the gift, it's not going to profit you. Whether or not you realize it, the righteousness gift is working in you if you are born again. Jesus said, the Bible tells us that it is, it said those who receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. You have been given the ability to reign. That name Jesus brought to you the ability for you to reign. To reign over the circumstances of your life. To reign over situations that are negative. Praise the Lord. You also have the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now if the Holy Ghost is in you, the same one that raised Christ from the dead, according to Romans chapter 8 and verse 11. He said, if the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, He said, it shall revitalize your mortal bodies. You are not permitted to be sick. You have to know the word. You have to affirm the word. That this is what Jesus gave delivered to me. So when sickness tries to attack your body, you must respond with the word. You have to program your body. Give your body a new command. There's a law that's at work in you. It's called the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. You know why? Because of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Not many believers understand this truth. So many things, you just see them the way that some believers act. But God wants you to know. And God wants you to tell others as well. The Bible tells us in the book of Micah, chapter 4 and verse 5. He says, for all people we walk everyone in the name of his God. He said, and we will walk in the name of the Lord our God forever and ever. The purpose of God for you when he sent Jesus wasn't for you to use that name only as a means to an end. Oh, once you need a thing, you go to God. Father, deliver this to me in Jesus' name and you walk away. You have need for this. You come back to God. God did not design you to be that person who will come to God to say, Lord, heal me. Does God heal people? Yes, he does. But God did not design the church to be the people who will be crying for healing. God did not design the church through Jesus to be the people who are crying for breakthrough. No, but does God give breakthrough? Yes, he does. What God wants you to do is to live in that name. Is to walk in that name. To live and to, to walk in that name means to be conscious that there is a life you have now that, is, that has made you more than a man. There's a life you have now because you are in Christ that has made you more than a man. There are many people who have lost their identity as Christians. You know, some years ago I heard a story of some animals that were being raised by someone. A cub was one of them. 
you know so one day after they had grown and he was playing around with the goats after they had grown they, they were drinking from the from the waters and suddenly there was a reflection when the lion saw itself he knew it was different you are different we may all look the same we are not the same with the persons who have not made Jesus their Lord you are not the same if you are born again you are different you have been called out that's the life that Jesus brought to us the Bible says he made us kings and priests unto our God and we shall reign on the earth you were born to reign you were born to reign you were born to be a victor Jesus delivered that to you is your inheritance is who you are a victor, not a victim. So when you hear people crying that, hey, Nigeria, <laughs> Nigeria is not finished because I'm a priest and I'm a king. I speak the right words. Glory to God. So you're not going to join them to say those words. It doesn't matter what the people say around. The Bible says, concerning provision, what does it say? Philippians 4.19. It says, my God shall supply what? According to what? By what? According to what? His riches in glory, not according to your job. Thank God for our jobs. Thank God for our businesses. He said, God shall supply. He said, but my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. This is a life that you have. First Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 45. 1 Corinthians 15, 45. The Bible says, and so it is written. The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam, that's Jesus, was made a quickening spirit. A quickening spirit. The first Adam was a man that could fall. God did not design the second. God did not design you through the second Adam to be a people that can fall. That's why the Bible tells us in, the, in Ephesians chapter chapter 2 and verse 6 he says he has raised us up together with him he has raised us up together brother whether you believe it or not you have been raised together so it is better to live in the reality of the light that you have so when you call that name Jesus you are firm that you are righteous you are firm that eternal life is at work in you you are firm that you have been raised up together with him you are firm that you have been separated from those that without suffering you are found that you are provided for because Jesus delivered those sins to you. That's what that name represents in your life. That's what the name represents in your life. So you have to walk in the reality of the name Jesus. Jesus delivered to you the life of God is working in you right now. But you see, man was created specially. He was given the power of choice. Your being born again doesn't remove the power of choice from you. So it is your choice to want to use what you have been given or not. But God is telling you today, use that you have been given. Look at the situation around you in your life. If Jesus has done this all for you, how can you be a victim? You are not ordinary. He brought you a real life. It's called the Zoe life of God. If we believe the word of God is true, we say it here every service day that the word of God is God talking to me personally. If you believe the word of God is true, then it is true that eternal life is working in you. I wanted to say out loud, eternal life is at work in me. 
when you are faced with situations and circumstances, declare the words of God. This is a fight you have been called to fight. It's called your fight of faith. And it is called the good fight because you are the winner. Determined you have been declared the winner from the beginning. Before the challenges of your life come, before any challenge that you're going to, before they came, God already declared you to be the winner. He's only asking for one thing. Don't behave like you are not anointed. Don't behave like Jesus didn't, doesn't mean anything to you. Don't behave like eternal life is not a walk in you. Use the name of Jesus. When you use that name to confront anything in your life, use that name with a consciousness that you are not begging for something that is not yours. If you are born again, eternal life is yours right now. If you are born again, inheritance, the inheritance you have in Christ, one of the inheritances you also have in Christ that you have riches. You have a right to be supplied for. This does not say any person should be lazy and not work. We'll balance it. Praise the Lord. But you have a right for your needs to be met. So when you call that name Jesus, you are calling with that consciousness. When you are commanding the sickness to go in the name of Jesus, you are commanding the sickness to go because you are conscious of the Father. There is a life that is at work in you that is deathless and it's called eternal life. Brethren, this is what Jesus came to give you. Are you walking in the reality of who you are? You have to walk in the reality of who you are. Everybody, we all face challenges every day. The Bible says, if God is for you, no one can do what? No one can be against you. If no one can be against you, the Bible says, if God is for you, no one can be against you. You must declare it for it to work for you. Jesus gave us his name. His name is named upon you. If you don't use that name, you will not see the results of the name. Even God himself, the Bible says in Philippians 2.9, has either exalted that name and given him a name that is above every other name, that the mention of the name, every knee shall bow. He said, of things in heaven, on the earth and beneath the earth. Heaven we attest to the Father. Jesus delivered eternal life to this one. Jesus delivered riches to this one. When you proclaim that name, Jesus, heaven bears record. That's why Jesus came. So no matter what you go through, using the name of Jesus is great. That's the option that we have. Most importantly, use the name of Jesus with a consciousness that this is your inheritance in Christ. Do you know that if you are demanding for something that is yours, your attitude will be different from if you, are, if you think the thing is not yours and you are begging for it. Do we agree that your attitude will be different? That's the change of mentality that the Holy Spirit is bringing to some of us here today. Some years ago, I was on the road. I saw an aboki wearing a, the T-shirt of the organization where I work. So I stopped and I asked him. I was surprised actually. And I said, who gave you the T-shirt? Initially, he just answered like, eh, it's my own. And I just said to him, I just said, do you know you can be arrested for wearing that T-shirt? The man just coward. In fact, he just backed. The way he decided. I said, call him. Come out. Why are you wearing that T-shirt? He says, my boss, I wanted to throw it away, so he took it. That's how many Christians are. Because if you do not know that this thing is yours, you think that Satan, the Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Some of you will just cast out, Satan, I cast you out in Jesus' name. Imagine that Satan appears and says, eh, why are you casting me out? What will many of you do? How many 
of you watch some pranks they do, they show on social media. There are some pranks, you know, when some people are praying, they'll say, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And when the person keeps doing what he's doing, you see them running, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. They may be pranks, but the reality is that if you are conscious, I've also seen some. When, somebody, when one man told one of the guys pranking, he didn't know it was a prank, of course, he said, you don't know who you are dealing with. And the man just walked away. You have to be conscious that you are a God carrier. Hallelujah. You are a God carrier. You have been made rich. The Bible says, we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Although he was rich, he said, yet for your sakes he became poor. That you through his poverty might be rich. That is a life that that name delivered to you. Can we rise up to our feet right now? And just give him praise for the great life that you have in Christ. God chose that name to save you. And you are more than Adam. Adam was a living soul. But right now you are a quick, you are, the life of God is in you. You have been raised up together with Christ. Because you are united with Christ, you are blessed with every spiritual blessing. Eternal life is at work in you right now. Somebody lift your hands and glorify God. Thank Him for eternal life that is at work in you because of Jesus. Thank Him because today, you understand why Jesus came. He died for you. He took your place. So you cannot be condemned. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. You can never be ashamed. You can never be ashamed because you have been brought into a life of glory. Oh, bless the Lord, all oh, my soul and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless Him for the inheritance that you have in Christ. If you're here and you would like to make Jesus the Lord of your life or you're watching online, I would like to pray with you. All eyes closed. You know, when the Bible tells us about the sons of Sceva, seven sons of Sceva, it says, The evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know and Paul I know, who are you? There are some people that may be using the name of Jesus and they are not born again. It's not for you. Because someday the demons might just decide to come and ask you, who are you? So there's an opportunity for you right now. To make Jesus the Lord of your life. And I like you where you are to pray this prayer. Just say, oh Lord God, I believe with all my heart in Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. I believe that he died for me. And I believe that God raised him from the dead. I believe that he is alive today. And I confess him with my mouth. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life from this day through him and in his name i have eternal life i am born again thank you lord for saving my soul i'm now a child of god if you have prayed that prayer whether you're on site or online i bless you with god's words i bless you with his presence i bless you with the holy spirit
in the mighty name of Jesus. So, brethren, you're here. Look at the challenges before you and just begin to speak words to them. Mountains are going to level before you right now by the Spirit of the Lord. The Bible says, when the enemy shall come like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise a standard against them. God walks through you, through your mouth. There's power in you, brethren. Use the power. Use the name of Jesus. Use the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it is with men or spirits. Use that name of Jesus. Command your businesses to align. Command your health to be aligned. Command your bodies to be healed. Command the sicknesses to leave. Command the light to go. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Somebody make a joyful sound unto the God.